the Sirius XM studios in New York City. This is Busted Open. Your only destination for daily pro wrestling talk in the entire world. From the independent scene to the main event of WrestleMania, no one covers pro wrestling like Busted Open. Eddie Guerrero was busted open. Hot topics, breaking news, and interviews with some of the biggest names in the game. A show designed for the fan by the fan. Old school. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object meets new school. strongest man, not in one, not two, but a three-time world champion. And today, oh yeah, hanging out with me is Jonathan. I'm so good. Andre, can you hit me? Can you hit me one time with that, with that, I'm so good. Oh, he don't have it. Andre don't have it. I'm out there. You know what? See, that's what that's what that's what you're supposed to do in the breaks. You know, like you know, get 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 stuff queued up. You know, so that everybody knows. Don't and start, Mark Henry. The man, the man is doing well. I'm doing, I'm doing fine, Mark Henry. But don't be getting on Andre. Don't be getting on Gabby. We have so much to discuss. Don't start the show that way. Don't start with a sour spirit. Don't do that. It was me. It was me. I should have said something. I mean, I actually right, did it. Too damn early in the morning, Mark. <laughs> we got a three-hour show. You'll get you'll get the music that you want, man. You well, it's you're the world's strongest man. You're gonna get what you want. You're well, gonna get started, what you want. We started with the bully music. It's not bully. Bully music, my ass. That was natural born killers, Mark. Is that what that sounds like? Custom-made Mark Henry Day special right here. Making it live. Yeah, I like the natural. And you're like, I want I'm So Hood. Like, I'm looking out for you, Mark. Come on. You, you are, man, you know you're over with me. I don't <laughs> Man, we are, we are friends to the end, man. Damn right. To the end, bro. Jonathan, welcome. Welcome. Thank you, man. Welcome. Thank you. And we got so much to discuss. It's so good to be back on Busted Open. You and I just did the Saturday show, and we had a lot of fun talking about Rampage and SmackDown. But what happened in Greensboro, yes, where you are right now in Greensboro for Holiday Bash, first of all, it's always great that wrestling is in Greensboro. And Jim Crocker promotion uh, standby for a long time. I mean, you think about the NWA, you think about the good old days of Ric Flair, Sting. That was a great match, 45-minute draw for them back in the late 80s. Greensboro's always been a great wrestling town. It, it has been, and I, I learned a lot about the history of that arena um, last night, sitting with Tony Schiavone, and just hearing him talk about um, you know, when Steam first started. Think about mm -hmm. that. I mean, like, you know, 
Tony Schiavone said, man, I was a kid, man. I was standing in the hallway. I remember seeing Ric Flair for the first time. I remember, you know, like, so last night was like that. It was one of those nights where everybody was reminiscing about the old days. And I got to meet David Crockett, mm. who was on the plane with Ric Flair when it crashed. Yeah. And he was, I was like, so you, you were on the plane? Flair was on the plane with you, on your plane. He was like, yeah. And just hearing how... They were at 11,000 feet, man. And when did you know that you lost control? He said, well, the, the, the nosedive gave it away. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, Gary Hart was on that plane. Uh, you know, uh, Austin Idol was on that plane. It was amazing, man, um, the story out of that. It sounds so primitive, right? Yeah, we just get on a, a prop plane. We're just going to make the towns on the plane. And then you f come to find out it was such a disaster, man. I mean, Ric Flair with the with the back. So, and, you know, there's a couple that, that survived that. So it was just a miracle uh, that, you know, Flair, David Crockett, some of the others were able to survive such a devastating crash. But that's that's all part of the lore, right, of Greensboro and, and Greensboro. being in the Carolinas and the NWA during that time. That's why I was geeked just to see it, just to see the fans in 2021 in Greensboro be able to really enjoy wrestling again. And and you know what, I was I was real proud to be able to sit there and have a conversation because I had heard his name referenced from uh dozens of guys and um you know i stood up and introduced myself to him and he was like man he said you're a one-on-one and i was like i'm thinking athletically you know like the world's strongest guy right and he informed me that um uh, you're the only guy that i ever heard people talk about where it was like man what a nice guy. And I thought that that was confirmation that I'm on the right road because mm -hmm. he said, I never heard anything bad about you. I said, keep listening. <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> I was like, brother, it is some dirt out there. <laughs> they just don't be hard to find, open. but it's out there. And if they just turn on Busted Open, they can find out a, a kernel or two. And, you know, there oh, is yeah. some truth out there about you, even on Busted Open. Yeah, man, we've uh, we talked about my mishaps and shortcomings and my youthful arrogance and stuff. I'm just glad that it, it, it doesn't affect me now and that he he, he sees the end product mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody has their moments. Yeah, just don't want them to be habitual. <laughs> that's exactly right that's exactly right and look at look at you now man look at you now you came out on the other side you see what, you, what on happened on the other side you, you came out on the Smelling other side roses, <laughs> sipping tea <laughs> on busted open with ah, Gabby ah, and ah, Andre ah, we're gonna ah, have a good time ah, talking Lord. about wrestling bring it home I ah, said wrestling ah, ah, say it again good. Pass collection plate. Oh, okay. Hold on. Where's my twenty? Hold on a second. Pass collection plate. Oh yes. <laughs> of course, in the in the church of Mark Henry, you pass it around twice. Of course. Yes. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna pass it around in the second hour.
And don't forget the Mark Henry building fund. You got to take care of that. We got a leak in the roof, so we'll put, bring it around again. Amen. <laughs> so you had fun in Greensboro. You had fun, had it's clearly. Time. Yeah. I had a good time, man. I really did. I got popcorn. Everybody knows that uh, when the show starts, I send somebody to go get popcorn. Mm -hmm. And we sit there. I try to make it fun in the back. And and we sit there and, and eat popcorn and, 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 and laugh and joke like we're in the crowd. But at certain points, I have to go out in the audience with the fans. Mm -hmm. So I'll go walk out into the breezeway in between the stage and the crowd. And I'll stand there so I can feel what it's like, the energy in the arena. Mm -hmm. And last night was no exception to any other night at AEW, bro. It felt like you was at a rock concert. The, my clothes were vibrating. Uh, every time that somebody's music hit, everybody stood to their feet. And they usually won't sit down until the match gets settled in. Mm -hmm. And it takes them a minute. And then it's like the crowd looks like popcorn. Everybody's sitting down, standing up, sitting down, standing. And um, there, was a, there was a mishap in the crowd last night. Sure. There was a mishap. And I was a little disappointed in uh, the person, you know, there was a, a signed person and uh, saying something derogatory about Nyla Rose. And our security went out there and handled it. That person got kicked out. And that was the first time in a long time where uh, something like that happened. And... You know, we always say, please be respectful of the people around you. Uh, there are kids sitting with parents, um, no vulgar language, no overly um, aggressive behavior. And the whole the whole disclaimer, you know, and uh, that person broke the code and they had to be removed. So uh, yeah. for the first time. You know, that there was an incident like that where I, you know, I felt like somebody overstepped their bounds. And um, hopefully uh, we won't have much of that or any that of that. That was right in the hard camera shot. And so the first time I saw this guy, he had some derogatory thing to say about Adam Page. That's like, OK, you know, you're not an Adam Page fan. OK, that's the first time I saw like that big sign about Adam Page when he came out uh, with that one-on-one -on -one with, uh, with Brian Danielson. And then I saw that sign about Nyla Rose and I just thought, yeah, he's not going to last long, uh, because <laughs> that's not what professional wrestling is about. It's, it's not about it's not. calling out someone uh, based on their creed, their color, um, their sexual orientation or whatever. I thought, I thought once I saw that, I said, that guy ain't going to last long. He thought he was smart because he was writing a hard camera shot, but it was inappropriate. And I think that security did the right thing in Greensboro. They did. And, 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 you know, there was a tweet last night. Uh, Sam, uh, the head of our security, uh, the guy said, man, I saw Sam in Chicago stare a guy in the sobriety. <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah. He's like, sometimes all it takes is a look. Yeah. And this guy, he came there with the intent on ruining the show making somebody feel bad. He left his house making those signs with the intent 
on making somebody feel bad. We don't want those people at AEW, and you will be removed. And uh, you're going to get put on a ban list. So, you know, they take photos, and they put it in a database like they do for criminals. Mm-hmm. And every show we go to, it just runs, you know. So they see you, and they go come find you, and you're out. Well, well, well I'll tell you what. One asshole is not going to ruin a great show for AEW. And, they, and it didn't. That, no, the one, the one did not ruin the show. It was amazing. Uh, I had the time of my life with Eddie Kingston and Tony Schiavone doing mm-hmm. Dark, and and then when the show started, man, I, I was like really, really happy. Like uh, people are rising above their the the levels that I I knew them at. Uh, AEW uh, wrestlers are competing against each other, not not just the um, competing in the sense of having a great television program, mm-hmm. but like they want to be outstanding. And man, that's that's uh that's where you want people to be. Yeah, you like it raised up to another level. And you told me on Saturday something interesting regarding the fans, right? It's interesting, like. So as you stand in the breezeway where the fans can see you, it's not like they're calling out to your name and saying, hey, let me get an autograph. Mark because Henry, people are hey, they're so, they're so invested no. in the ring. They're so invested they and they're watching me. the ring. They don't even see you even though you're standing right there where people can see you in the, in the aisle, right? It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, that, their, their attention is on the ring. Like, uh-huh. why would you take your eyes off the, the people that are in the, in the ring doing the matches that we saw last night? Right. Like, you're going to look, oh, I'm going to look on the floor <laughs> over there by the stage. No. Man, they're into it. I, I, this, it's beautiful, man. It really is. <laughs> now, now, listen, I love that story as AEW fans are, are keeping their eyes on the ring, but I can't say I said, did the same in 1991 at the UIC Pavilion when Mr. Hughes was in the breezeway. And I'm sitting right by the rail, and he comes out the side locker room, and he looks up at me and says, Hey, brother, where can I get some women tonight? <laughs> I said, Mr. Hughes, <laughs> wait just a second. And anyway, he turned back. He went back hey, to the locker room. <laughs> that is so like, cool. Curtis Hughes. Hey, and I, I saw him the last time that I was here in Greensboro. Uh, I was here for WrestleCade, me and Dave uh-huh. McGregor. And we saw Curtis at the uh, Nation Across the Nation uh, event that we held. And uh, it was just, it was cool to see him, man. Like, um, I'm glad to see he's living well. Curtis Hughes, there was more to give there, Mark, with Curtis Hughes. That I, He didn't, he was terrific at what he did, but there was a lot more there that should have been uh, showcased for all of us. Yeah, but, the but you know he what? He, he was in a time um, where... African-American wrestlers weren't really allowed to do all the things they could do. Correct. And, you know, he, he was he was just born in the wrong era. And uh, I, I look at him and, and dozens and dozens, hundreds of guys that came before him, and I feel like I had to be one of the, um, one of the reasons for change. And, and a lot of that, we joke around, 
uh, mocking Ernie Ladd's voice, but we're keeping Ernie alive. That's but right. Ernie was one of the guys that the first thing he said to me, he didn't say, "Hey, how you doing, Henry?" He didn't. He didn't. He didn't introduce himself. He no. said, "Henry, come over here under the learning tree. The man want to do something good with you. Don't ruin for everybody black after you." Hmm. Uh, <laughs> lot of that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot sir. of pressure. <laughs> yes, sir. I yeah. mean, you put the pressure of the African American existence in wrestling on me, on my shoulders, sir. But you know what? Thank mm. God I had some big ass shoulders mm-hmm. because I did everything I could to set a good example. I've tried to help people, I've tried to open doors for people, I've told guys how to get it done. And at one point, I have a friend of mine named John Mary lives in D.C. area. Uh, big wrestling fan. Uh, is a TV media personality. And he went to a dinner with about 10 of the people, the African-American wrestlers at NXT uh, a couple of years ago. And he said that somehow the conversation got to how did y'all get into the business? Like, and they went around the table and uh, nine out of the 10 people say, well, I got a call from Mark Henry. He said that, you know, I should probably pursue pro wrestling. And then it was like, oh, snap, man. Like he saw me at this indie show and told me to call this number about this camp. And then the next person, <laughs> man, you ain't gonna believe this, but you know, Mark Henry, like, uh, saw me in the mall and said, man, you're a big looking, you're a big looking, good, good looking guy. Won't you, you ever thought about wrestling? He said that it was nine out of the 10 people at the table all had Mark Henry stories of how they got into business. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. And, um, I used to get emotional about it, but now I expect that out of myself. Right. If, 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 uh, and, and it's not, it's not just me going out looking for African-American wrestlers. I, I, I go out looking for good-looking people, athletic people. And when you walk in a room, and you know how sometimes that guy comes in, he goes, hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? And right. They, right. They, the, they the happening person. Mm-hmm. Come here, man. Let me holler at you. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. Come here. Let me talk to you. Man, you don't know me? Yeah, I do. Come here. You ever thought about wrestling? And that's who I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm scouting 24 hours a day. I'm I'm at my kids' uh, 11 year old basketball game, and I'm seeing people that wait till they get 18. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get them in the wrestling. <laughs> that's the way I think. I want to bring every successful, positive, like vagarious athlete or entertainer in the wrestling. That's just the way I feel. Is what's uh, going to yeah. make the business go on in, the, in for the next hundred years. What's great is is that you are picking up where Ernie left off, and and you continue his legacy as far as trying to bring others into the ring into this great sport of professional wrestling. So we want to get your thoughts about what happened with Holiday Bash in Greensboro. Oh yeah. Uh, so we want to get your thoughts, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Coming up, we will talk about Kyle O'Reilly. He is all elite, along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. I'm Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca, and you're listening to Busted Open.
Pro wrestling always keeps you on your toes. I live for the moment. But don't worry, we've got it all covered. You're listening to Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. We're reacting to all of the fallout from another explosive edition of AEW Dynamite, right here on Busted Open. He's just getting in the face of referee Bryce Remsburg. Well, catch the Cassidy is the pain. For him to capitalize. There's a damn it. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. Look at this. It's on Riley. Shivani, as well as Taz on the call on TNT. Indeed, Kyle O'Reilly is all elite, and that's undisputed. We're glad you're with us here on Busted Open. Hello, I'm Mark Henry, Jonathan Hidden for Dave LaGreca. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93 is our phone number. As we review Holiday Bash from Greensboro, North Carolina, Kyle O'Reilly comes out of nowhere, and it was a really solid match we got to get into, Mark, with Orange Cassie and Adam Cole, but, man, but we got to get to... Really, an amazing moment. And Kyle O'Reilly coming off of NXT TV slides underneath the ropes, and all of a sudden, he's with AEW. Man, uh, Tony Khan continues to give the crowd what they want. And when mm -hmm. I say crowd, not just the people in Greensboro, but all of the fans of AEW. Um, they you you get these little. It's not even Christmas presents, right? It's 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 like birthday. It's the it's a it's a Wednesday gift. Like every every month, it seems like there's a surprise at AEW. Whether it's a return from injury, or um, you know, a, a new wrestler that's all elite. Something to that effect that gets everybody stirred up. And, um, man, I, I, I feel like that's the MO of AEW is never letting things get stale, mm -hmm. uh, by mixing things up. And, um, last night was no different. You know, you get cholera and, and where the hell was he? Boy, you talk about. <laughs> Entering the building like a ninja, I never saw him. <laughs> what, was he by the? By, was he in the breezeway by you? Did you see him by you? Just didn't recognize him. Did you see him back there no, by you? No, I know no? who he is. No? I, I never saw him all day. Wow. They man, they. I'm telling you, man. Them they. There's some. There's some super secret squirrel. They some. 
the Kingsmen. They, they're the, the <laughs> Mission Impossible people. I don't know what the hell is going on, but they they do a good job of keeping a secret. They did. They did do a job keeping a secret to see Kyle Riley just slide underneath, and all of a sudden he he shows up. But here's something I thought that was very interesting. There's a lot, this particular match in this whole incident. Uh, has a lot of layers. This whole thing with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, it was interesting just to watch the body language of the Bucks. They come down, and they're like, well, what the, like, wait a minute. So if Kyle O'Reilly's here and Bobby Fitch is here, what does that say about us? There was that, fr- there was, it wasn't friction as much as it was just kind of like, what, wait a minute, what's up with us, right? It wasn't like they were demonstrably pointing at each other saying, hey, what's this guy doing here? Is he part of our group? It was kind of like, well, Wait, if we're the Young Bucks, and then here's O'Fish, and then here's O'Reilly, and here's you, so where do you stand, Adam Cole? Where do you stand with this? You know what? I I, I don't know. I, I never thought about it until Gabby said something. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, you know, unbelievable producer, but more than a producer, she brought up a good point. You Gabby? like the dirt, yeah, Gabby. You like the dirt. What I mean, what, what's happening? She with like this the dirt. Dessert? That's what you it like, is. Tell us the dirt. What's the dirt with this? What's the skinny? Spill of it. This? Spill it. The tea. What's the tea? What's the tea? Well, guys. Well, I mean, if I'm being summoned, then I do show up. But I will say the one little moment when Kyle O'Reilly showed up that stood out the most to me. It wasn't the little stare down between him and Adam. Obviously, the pop for him was awesome and it was exciting. It was that little look behind where you know adam walked off with bobby and kyle and the young bucks are standing there like what the hell man and i'm like damn old friends versus new friends where are you going with this are, who like it's gonna be that tug of war for adam cole's like love like i don't know but it's really like a relatable thing i take everything back to like high school because i wasn't there so long ago like a lot of people on the show you know what i mean i'm the young one here yeah i take things back to high school or like kind of relatable things in my life that's how i relate to what i watch so i'm like oh like is my best friend with somebody else what the hell is that about that's my best friend okay that's that's who that is who's she talking about there's would you really be pissed yes i don't care what anybody says there's, there's real jealousy in friend groups. Like, it's just a thing. I don't care. You ha- Everyone's got that one best friend. That's like, that's my ride or die. My that's my girl. That's my friend. That's my best friend. Mm. And then... The ride or die. The ride or die. Everyone's got one, hopefully, you know, if you're blessed enough to have one. It's a very cool thing. I have one. And if she was like, oh, you know, this is my friend, too. I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Nah. But if she's like picking that person walking off in front of my eyes with that person and not me i'm gonna be like what the hell is that about what is that about that is gonna cause some friction that's the little and that's my favorite thing about pro wrestling is that little tiny tiny seed the friction that's right <laughs> well not the friction you, you i don't just mind the friction. told off on yourself depending depending on who's in the ring i enjoy the friction but it's the little, the storytelling to me is everything because that's where I get my investment. So when you plant that tiny little seed and I notice that little side eye from the young bucks or the little confusion of something, that's when I'm like, yes, because now I want to see what's going to happen. So now I'm like, okay, now I got to watch next week. So, so there's going to be one of those things transpire and I can't wait to see it. 
so so the thing that we always we go all the way to the beginning of this is that Kenny Omega is not around. And so Adam right. Cole has put himself in the position of Kenny Omega. Now, I think the Young Bucks also side-eye Adam Cole. Like, how did you all of a sudden be the leader of this? You came right. from NXT. You came from the WWE. All of a sudden now you're, you're the head of this group. So that's strike one. Strike two now is Kyle O'Reilly being there. Strike three was Bobby Fish. So now what's next? That's why I love the storytelling because the next thing is going to be the, the Young Bucks saying, okay, so what's up with this? Where's our power? Where's our stroke? There's going to be a, right. a, a power struggle between these two factions. Even though they're part of the same faction, there's going to be a power struggle between these two, and I can't wait to see it. Also, too, the Young Bucks would be like, we welcomed you when you came to AEW, Adam. Mm-hmm. Like, when you walked in the doors, we were open arms. We massaged you in to, to the company, and, you know, we support you, and you had us have your back. So we were there for you, only for you to be like, oh, you can trust this Bobby guy. He's cool. Oh, you can trust this Kyle guy. And now you're going to take over and 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 leave us in the dust? F you. You know what I mean? Well, he, like, he said you're bringing in these guys because you want to be a leader? But I don't think that that's, that's another way of looking at it. He said that he had a pr- surprise for them. And I was a part of that before. I understand this at a high level right. because um, The Rock was in the nation and he brought me in to the nation and to Ron Simmons and said, hey, I got a surprise for you. Like, this is this is Mark Herod. He's the world's strongest man. He's, 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 he's with us now. And Ron was like, what? So now it, it created that friction between Ron Simmons and The Rock. Which right. led to the nation disbanding. So, is that in the future? Could uh, it be I, yeah. that this is history repeating itself? I think that very well could be. That's why I can't wait for the calendar to flip to 2022 because there's so much on more on the bone for this. There's a lot more story to this. Now, buried in all this. And, you know, I just I can't turn a blind eye to this, Mark, is that we got a good match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. Now, I understand yes, that it was. Is about it's about O'Reilly and, and what's happening with the Young Bucks. But let's go from the beginning. I thought that's one of the better Orange Cassidy matches that I've seen. It wasn't so much of the gimmicks for Orange Cassidy. It really was him being able to really go after Adam Cole. And I thought they had a terrific match. Now, I thought that the best friends and the Bucks coming out in the middle of that match was a little unnecessary. I didn't need to see that. But ultimately, that was actually a good match. Now, I know that's buried in all of this, but I thought that those two worked really well together. They they did. They had chemistry. And uh, not only did they have chemistry, but... We talk about bells and whistles and use like, you know, the gimmicks and the all the antics and the stuff. Man, when when uh when Orange Cassidy tried to put Adam Cole's hands in his pockets. Yes. <laughs> I lost it, man. I thought that was like really, really cool. And and like you said, Orange Cassidy, he he uh he didn't wrestle with his hands in his pockets much in that match. Nope. Too busy trying to wrestle and win. How about that? He was, He's trying he to was win. Trying to win. There you go. <laughs> See that? Uh, Orange kicked out of the Panama Sunrise for a two count. There was a beach break there. That was a two count that uh, that Cole kicked out of. So they both kicked out of each other's finish. So I, yeah. I thought, and I said, "Oh shit, this is this is good, right?" Even before, where is this know, going? How, what's going to yeah. happen? 
That's even before O'Reilly came out. I said, "Boy, this is a hell of an opening match." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that both both wrestlers really worked hard in that one. So hats off to Cole winning the match, but then Orange Cassidy really working hard. All right, coming up, we talk about Hangman against uh, Brian Danielson. We're getting a rematch on January 5th. Why is it happening on January 5th? We're going to talk about it coming up next with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Jay Hood in for Dave LaGreca. We talk about Holiday Bash from Greensboro right here on Busted Open. It's busted open on Series XM 156 in the SXM app, along with the world's strongest fan, Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, in for Dave LaGreca, 877-344-4893, 877-Fight93. And you know, any good superhero has to have his own theme, right? When I walk down the street, that's what's playing, Mark Henry. I mean, that's what happens when yeah. I walk down the street. When I walk down the streets of Chicago, that's what's playing. Every time I take a step, the music just keeps playing. Just like that. Yeah, you got, you got, nat I got natural born killers, and you got, I'm so, man, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I love this song. I always did. Before I knew you, this song had a special place in my heart. I love Trick Daddy. I love mm -hmm. Ace Hood. I, I have a, 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 a real fondness of the Miami rap scene. Yes. Man, it goes all the way back to Uncle Luke and Big Ace and 95 South, like all the old school groups, man. I used to love Miami music. <laughs> Woo! Man, that, that gets you, that gets you charged, doesn't chest. it? It gets you charged, I, doesn't it? It gets you fired up. I'm fired up yes. right now. <laughs> We're talking to okay, you Mark, about the bring it down. Yeah, bring it down, Mark. Bring it down. bring it down. We're talking to you about the AEW Heavyweight Championship with Brian Danielson against Hangman Page. We're getting that matchup on January 5th in Newark. It's it's the second of this uh, this matchup. Tony Khan, I, I just a point to point communication to Tony Khan. Tony, I know you're listening. Because I know you listen to Busted Open. You're part of Busted Open because you have a segment here. So I know you're listening. Can I ask you a question? Hey, man, don't you want my money or don't you? I mean, don't, don't you want my money? I should be paying for this. I should have paid for one, for, for Danielson <laughs> and Hangman one. I, I, I should be paying for Hangman and Danielson two. Do you not want my money? I should be giving you $50 for this. And I'm getting it free again on AEW Dynamite. Do you not want my money? Do you not want it? Man, we're, I, I'm, I'm going to have to ask my Tony. Money. We're going to have to ask Tony. Tony, brother, you don't want Jonathan Hood's money? Dude. And, and I heard through the grapevine that, uh, Jonathan, you were going to join us in New Jersey now. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that true? Can we get confirmation? No, I don't know if that's true, Mark Henry, uh, but I'm because I'm part of the Midwestern right. hub of AEW. I'm a, Good, I'm a Chicago, Indianapolis, Milwaukee. Oh, no, don't you got to make that. the towns, Hood. <laughs> you can't just sit there in the Midwest <laughs> and think you're going to rule the world. If you're going to conquer <laughs> oh, the no. world of busted open and meet the nation, oh. you got to get out in the hood. 
I understand. I, I'm part of the Midwestern hub of this. You see, I'm a Independence, mm-hmm. Missouri, Kansas City, St. Louis. I'm a <laughs> I'm a Chicago, Minneapolis guy. That's why I am. I'm in the Midwestern hub. I'm not flying out there to Newark. Nothing against Newark, but just like you know, I'm more of a. You it know, sound like you got something against Newark. No, 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 no. I have no. I don't blame you. I'm from there. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> see, Mark. I think he's a little scared. He can't handle Jersey, which is fine. Not a lot of people can. Um, you know, it's fine. You could just stay in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, wow. if you're too good for us, we don't want you in Jersey. How about that? You know what, Gabby? I understand. Wow. I just want to have a, a, a decent take. meal. I just want to have a decent meal and good pizza. That's why I'm gonna stay in the Midwest. But nonetheless, oh, okay, because okay. Whoa! <laughs> let's not let's not pizza. start this because this Josh is where I'm getting Andre, you gotta hit the bow, bow. <laughs> oh, Yeah, that's Dang. called suit. You mean the casserole take, pizza that you guys have, the deep dish? It's definitely better than the New York pizza. That's actual, really, pizza. But let's not get into this, Mark, because now I'm going to get angry. And I had a great morning this morning. We had great uh, conversation. He's going to start the pizza debate on me, and it's going to get me. No, well, no, Dave no, no. did say that he thought that Chicago's pizza was really pie. Yeah, well, what does Dave know? He's Swiss. Wow, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I take. Thank you very much. Hot take, he's Swiss. Let me and he's 50. Mic. He says a lot of random shit all the time, and we don't know what he really means. Let's be real. And when um, it don't go right, what does he say? I'm 50. I'm 50. I'm 50. I'm 50. Lack of funza. Lack of funza. Yeah. He's Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, busted open. Um, so That's I a great go Dave impression. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm a card-carrying member of busted open. And I love none of you. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I'm a day one guy. I'm a day one guy with uh, busted open. But I let me make my Michael Cole transition. But nonetheless, let's talk about Hangman Page against uh, Brian Danielson. So uh, again, Mark, we talked about this on Saturday about the first time that they've. Now we're getting this again, January fifth, and now this has a wrinkle for free. This, this is for free, and I don't know why this man's not taking my money. Does he not have Venmo? I mean, he's a billionaire. Tony, take you take my money. Damn, I should not be seeing this for free. But but thank you though. But thank you. But I thank should you. be giving you money for this. So, but now it's with judges. Now there's a different wrinkle. That's a different match, Mark. You know what? I, I have not seen a pro wrestling match with judges, and we don't know who the judges are. Right? Correct. They they will be assigned. Mm-hmm. Um. I would be objective. I, I would. I would. I would throw my hat in there for to be a judge. Oh no! But I, I'm very sure that Tony has some clear cut people that he think would be good objective judges. We have not seen this since Sting Flair at the first Clash of Champions. No, that's not true. We saw this at the Clash of Champions. I know that there was uh, judges. Uh, for that, for a matchup that Flair was in with three judges. Uh, I think that was the same thing with Flair and Steamboat, as a matter of fact. I think they had th- judges there as well. So I've not seen this in a long, long time. But I wonder, is it someone that's in-house? Is it someone that is, you know, part of wrestling's past? Who will be the judges? Man, I, I, I don't know. I, all I, I, knew, I do know this. Um, I love the speculation of who it might be. And I think that at some point, we're going to have to go out to the nation because, you know, we kind of like uh, have had a good time 
with our own pronunciations and thoughts, but I, I'll, you know, I always got to get to the nation, man. I, I'd love to hear what they think and about who the judges might be one, but what did they think about uh, the making of this match? And uh, will it be a stipulation match or would it just be another straight up hangman Adam page and Brian Danielson match? Well, what impressed you and me about that first match is that Brian Danielson was not tired after 60 minutes. That cardio was insane. He could have went yeah. 90. That, that was oh, insane. Yeah. And same thing with Paige, too, right? I mean, I think they both was in tip-top shape. Uh, they handled it with grace. And uh, I, I, I watched Danielson stand up and go lean against the corner. And after being knocked silly by that clothesline, uh, it didn't look like he was tired at all. <laughs> I'm yeah, just right. saying. Right. Yeah, I would still be on oxygen. <laughs> still. I would have, I would, still, right now, I would have the oxygen thing. Like, you go to the hospital and they put the little mm -hmm. clip in your nose with the oxygen. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I'd be on right now. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear from Adam Page. I don't want him to tell me that he was disappointed. To, what, to start off his promo, how he was disappointed uh, about the way the 60-minute match went. Hey, man, you're the champion. I didn't like the way it started off. I don't like that. Like, you're, you're the champion. You're supposed to instill confidence in me as a fan that, hey, man, you went 60 minutes with Brian Danielson, and you almost beat him. But don't feel disappointed. But then Danielson picks up the pace in the promo, and he's, like, going after Paige, saying, oh, you're disappointed. You're, like, you know, you're a spoiled millennial, all this kind of stuff. And then I think that from what Danielson said, I thought that Paige really started to get into that promo a little bit more. I thought I started off slow because I didn't like the way him, him saying that he felt like, oh, I'm disappointed, feeling less than a champion. No, you're not less than a champion, man. You are the champion. And so I think that what Danielson said fueled Paige for him to finish off that promo well. So I thought it was a really good segment. But, hey, man, you're the champion. You're the one with the – don't be a champion without confidence. Don't be that yeah. guy. You know what? That's a good point. And, and I didn't look at it like that. I just looked at it as being um, – he came across as your typical good guy. And White, white meat baby face. White meat baby face. And Jonathan, Gabby, yes. Andre, I'm going to make a hot take right here. Mm. Oh. Uh-oh. It's going to be serious. I want y'all to, I had to wipe the sweat. I want y'all to lean into this. Mm. Good guys finish last. I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't have an edge... If you don't have that, you know what? I could take my ball and go home, screw all y'all. A little bit of that in your soul, people will walk all over you. And I'm respectful. And I'm compassionate. Don't make me soft. I am the keeper of the people. I am the bully bully. I'm the guy that when shit goes wrong, I try to fix it using logic. I don't put backstories involved in it. I don't hang over your head something that happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago. 
We fix right now. That's my mentality. Heyman Adam Page needs to embody that. It don't make you soft. It don't make you weak. You brought up a hell of a point, John. He is going to have to develop a, hey, it's either going to work or it's not mentality. Brian, you got off easy. Mm -hmm. You got off easy. The time ran out. I was beating you like a rented mule. Now, we get to do it again. I'm not going to leave it to chance. That's that's the Adam Page that I want. That's right. There's no question about what, that. What, what say you about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. And let's talk to the nation about it. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. If you were in Greensboro to check it out, if you watched Holiday Bash on TNT, we want to get your thoughts. Along with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood with you, your phone calls as we turn to the nation right here on Busted Open. Busted Open on Sirius XM 156 in the SXM app, along with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, in for Dave LaGreca. We talk about Holiday Bash from Greensboro, 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93 is our phone number. We want to talk to you, the nation. If you are there in Greensboro, if you got a chance to watch it, Mark and I want to get your phone calls in on what you saw. As we go to North Carolina, here is Vance with us on Busted Open. What's up, Vance? Guys, how you doing? We're good. How you doing? Good. Turn it up, Vance. Turn it up. We bought that life on this show. Yo, so first off, I listen to you guys all the time. It's an honor. Mark, I love you. Next time you are in the triad, you got to come to Sweet Potatoes. We'll shut my mouth. So food. I know you like food. Hell yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, sweet raisin, potatoes? Yes, dude. You got to come. It is hot. Wow. Dude, I'm born and raised in North Carolina. My dad got me into wrestling. I've been to so many shows in Greensboro and people will probably call me a WWE mark so this was our first non-WWE show when I tell you we were lit the entire time I, I just I was amazed like from the start of the show even AEW Dark like we were just lit the whole time and Adam Cole that Adam Cole baby it, it brings the show to a whole nother level when you have stars that are able to get people off of their feet the whole Bro, brother, can I stop you for a second? Don't, yeah. don't lose your place. I have to explain lit to uh, Jonathan Hood. Jonathan, what? Uh, lit means fired up. It means you know lit. what, man? Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell are you talking to? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, off today. I don't know why you're telling me that. <laughs> uh, go, go, go right uh, ahead, uh, man. Go, what the hell? Go ahead, Vince. Pay no attention to Mark Henry. But, 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 we, but we hear guys like during the week, like, and I'm not trying to make this WWE versus AEW, but I go to a lot of shows in the area. So I've been to the recent Raws, I've been to pay-per-views, and, you know, there are moments where you get excited, but for the most part, we are, you know, just watching the show. But last night was the first time 
since I was a little kid going to the Greensboro Coliseum, literally, because I'm 30 now, um, where we were up, like, the whole time. Like, even the Brian Danielson promo, MJF Hill in the crowd, like, he called us a bunch of hicks. Like, I was in the corner uh, where MJF was um, on the floor, and MJF was was just healing up the crowd. Um, Having Sting home, because, I mean, Sting is pretty much a hometown kid basically yes. because of his his um history in the area so everybody was just into seeing sting come back home seeing cm punk like i've never seen cm punk or brian danielson live before that was amazing is just having that type of energy brought back to this area meant so much i can't wait um, for AEW to come back and I actually have tickets to Battle of the Belts in Charlotte so I'm going to be there in a couple That's weeks awesome. Like it, yeah. it, it is just so awesome to have AEW back here and I'm hoping that this is an annual thing like just amazing show all the way around brother you, I, I, uh, I was listening to everything you said but I have to go back. Did you say sweet potatoes is in Charlotte? <laughs> For heaven's sakes. So, <laughs> it's you ain't hear Winston nothing he said. Downtown Winston-Salem. It's called Sweet Potatoes, in parentheses, Well Shut My Mouth. That's the full name of it. Shut and it is a mouth. soul food restaurant. All right, it's man, only so. open in the evenings, though. We appreciate the telephone call. Thanks for checking in with us. Glad you had a great time in Greensboro. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. With Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood with you. We're glad you're with us. Take more of your phone calls and talk about AEW Dynamite from Greensboro. AEW Dynamite lit up our screens last night on TNT. Look at that. Darryl took the bullet. Took the bullet. Take the bullet. He sacrificed himself for, for MJF. GTS, the team player, damn it. That's a power. Oh, it's going to get dropped. And Darby Allen. No, 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 no. Look at that coffin drop all the way across the ring. The team of Steel, Darby Allen, and CM Now back to Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation. It's Busted Open on Series XM 156 and the SXM app, along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. I'm Jonathan Hood, in for Dave LaGreca. Open phone lines for you at 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. Hit us up on Twitter as well, at the Mark Henry at WrestlingTWT, at Busted Open Radio. As we talk about Holiday Bash from Greensboro, North Carolina, and you just heard there from Excalibur, Taz, and Shivani on TNT, the main event, which was outstanding. It is MJF and FTR uh, taking on Sting, Darby Allin, and CM Punk. That was a fantastic six-man tag team match. And because it was physical, and again, when you start to see Darby Allin come out and Sting coming out, and then CM Punk with that face paint, that, that's pretty it's pretty spectacular when you see all three of those guys together. That was really an awesome main event that we saw last night. It was. Uh, man, I, I I popped from the time I saw them come out with the face paint on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sting with the Chicago 
and Punk with the. I mean, it it seems like everybody was in sync. And you look across the ring. MJF had the same trunk song as FDR. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bro, they had me. It was it was like really a teams against teams. Mm-hmm. And you see Darby, come on, man. When was the last time you, you always see Darby with the skull and crossbones and the 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 flare for the 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 darkness. Right. Darby had color on his face yesterday, man. <laughs> I I just and and listen, for your money, for your money, I have never seen anyone McFoley. I'm man, this is high praise right here. Mm-hmm. Cactus Jack throw themselves at a human being with reckless abandon and no thought for their own well-being, like Darby Allen flies into people. That guy came across the ring and he flew into all three of them. And it looked like he sh- was shot out of a cannon. It scares me every time I see him do it. Yeah, <laughs> he does. It that scares like, me. He, he, he doesn't mark like I'm just going to do this. This could be my last match, but I'm going to put give him. I'm going to give my all. It's amazing when he does that so often that he throws his body into people like a Super Bowl, right? Like you throw a ball <laughs> against the wall. That's what he does. It's amazing. That's what it looks that. like. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like. You know what, man? I'm finna hurt one of these dudes. I hope they ready for this. And <laughs> wow. Man, you, you think I don't I don't even think about the damage that's being done to the person receiving. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 worried about him, his well-being. I think he's gonna like snap something at any moment. <laughs> but he's a it's, his body's made like a his, his his body's like made like a tennis ball though. You can't hurt you can't hurt him. You can't hurt Darby Allen. Clearly, right? He's Gumby, damn it. <laughs> he is. He is. He, I mean, he is an amazing performer. When you see what he's able to do now, when I'm watching, I mean, it's a great story that was told with MJF and CM Punk. MJF was trying to run away from CM Punk the entire time. He didn't want to get anywhere close that was to CM so Punk. Good. Up, up the, up the, uh, the stands in Greensboro and down the stands, they were uh, chasing one another. CM Punk just wanted it, uh, just a taste, just to be able to grab a hem of the garment of MJF. Just wanted to be able wow. to just grab him, right? And couldn't do it. He tried though. You know, I love Listen, that. Listen, the match would have been over if I'd have ran up them damn bleachers and then <laughs> yeah. ran back down. <laughs> match is over. I've been over there with oxygen and a yes. bottle of water. And an ice bag on my neck, trying to get my temperature down to where I don't have a stroke. Right. <laughs> Them mean, dudes in such of... great shape, man. I just, I look at it, and I was breathing heavy watching them run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of steps there in Greensboro. That's a oh lot of steps. <laughs> I can't breathe. That was me. As I, I was eating my though, popcorn. You know, here's the thing that resonated with me the most in this main event on AEW Dynamite. Mark Henry, can I just tell you 
before you. Now, again, it's a homecoming for Sting because Sting was okay. made in the NWA. He was made in Greensboro. That great match against Ric Flair. We talked about the 45-minute draw. It was just tremendous, right? But you know what Sting is? Sting, what, is, what pro is... Sting is pro wrestling's Tom Brady. That's what he's become. If you watch that match very closely... You watch Sting, and he's moving around like he did in the 90s. If nothing else, moving around like when he was at TNA. He looks like he has not missed a step, and he doesn't have to do a lot. But if you watch that match closely, in which I did, you see how Sting was just throwing his body around? He came off the top rope and dove on FTR and MJF. He is the, he is the Tom Brady of pro wrestling right now. He's doing it yes. late in life, and as spry as he was even 20 years ago. That says a lot about Sting. It's like Brady's doing it in his 40s in the NFL, still viable. They can still possibly win the Super Bowl again because Brady stay, stays upright. Same thing with Sting. I don't know what yeah. bruises and bumps he's going through right now, but I will tell Sting you. Sting is not standing upright. What, he but climbs when he's to in the there, top. Yes. I, listen. The he's Tom Brady. That I, he, he's Tom Brady. I, I, I'm, I, but I like Sting, though. I can't say that for Brady. I think that Sting is more likable and invokes a more good feeling of man that's like my uncle that's like my that's like my dad's best friend brady is like people's boss he, he's got like a this aura of overconfidence and he gets away with stuff that nobody else could get away with doing and I'm going I'm to single him out. Hell yeah, I'm going to single him out. Screw him. He's sitting on the sideline. He's playing horrible. Yep. Horrible this week. He stomps off the field like an eight-year-old looking back at the field like, these are the bums I got to play with. He had that look on his face when he was looking back at the field. They hand him the iPad with the plays, the last plays that they ran. And he's looking at it. He's looking at it. And then he takes the pad and slams it on the ground. And then he picks it up. It's broken. And he throws it behind him over the bleachers, over the, the bench. Yeah. If that would have been any other quarterback, if that would have been Dak Prescott, look at it. A savage, so ungrateful to the league. Savage. He would have been, and and what's what's the guy? Is it Collinsworth? Chris Collinsworth, yeah, for NBC. Collinsworth, listen, stop jock sniffing and dick riding. I can't believe him. He's he gives Brady the A one treatment all the time, and he never made a mistake. Brady never made a mistake. Oh, he's he walks on water. I seen him touch a glass of water and turn it to wine. Uh -huh. That's that's how he talks about Brady. And he mentioned in that segment. See, I see what you started when you mentioned oh. Brady. Look at hot. The, the, it, you touched the nerve. You touched the nerve. He don't even eat bread. He don't eat bread. How you gonna like somebody that don't eat bread? Don't like him. And I'm disappointed in Collinsworth for. Make an excuse. Well, he, he is out there without his top-tier talent. 
and this he made excuses the whole time. So this is what I'm saying about the whole situation. I love Sting. Everything that he stands for. The fact that he is a man that's almost 60. He climbed to the top. I stood up. I said, no. No, he's not going. No. Where is somebody come jump and knock him down, please? No. And he dove, bro. I legit put my hand over my eyes. So I didn't see it until the replay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I covered my eyes like a child. <laughs> All I'm you saying hear me? You, Mark Henry, yes, I understand that. All I'm telling you is that late in life, they're flourishing. Brady's doing it late in life, and so is Sting. That was my parallel. Uh, That's what I'm telling you. That, I'm, okay, don't, well, don't, don't get hot. Oh, don't get hot. So, and also another move I want to point out that Sting did too. I mean, some people take for granted the Beal throw. I do not because that's what I grew up with watching, you know, great wrestling moves like that. Man, he built MJF over the top rope. I felt, I thought MJF broke his neck. Did you guys see that? Is that just me or did you? He, I he saw did. a heel throw. I said, my God, man, is MJF okay? Because I think the FTR went over just to touch the hand of MJF saying, hey, man, is your neck broke? You all right? And I guess that he was fine. But my God. He was fine. Man. He put his, his, he came down on his elbows. Oh. So he braced, he braced himself and went over. Dude, I mean, Sting turned the clock back last night. And that was the Sting that many of us saw, if not in the in the early 2000s, definitely in the 90s. I want to just give him his flowers this morning because he was the MVP of that match. He really was. He, he was. He was. And I'm glad that you did that, Jonathan, because uh, at some point I wanted to get to that. Like, Sting, is, he inspires me. He gives me hope. He makes me feel like, man... You're not that old. Why don't you go on and get your gear and dust it off? He makes me feel like that. I'm not another saying run. that shit gonna happen. Get that another look run. off your face. Get Come that on, look man. off your face, Jonathan. Get it off. Thank you. I'm not. No. I'm no. Somebody hit me. I'm calling the police. <laughs> I think. How about another run, Mark? Another run. Man. No. One more, one more run, man. Ernie would have done it. Do it for Ernie. Ernie would have got a payday. Why don't you just do it one more time, man? Do it one more time. Handicap match. Mark Henry gets Mark Henry gets waves and curls. Come on, man. Just one more time, man. Just one more busted open nation right now. They're like, oh yeah, man. Good, Jonathan. Good. Push him. Push him. Come on, guys. You know, in the in the immortal words of the late great Red Fox, remember that tip that I was promising you? Yes. Put it out your mind. I need y'all to put that out your mind real quick. I thought you were gonna give the code of in the immortal words of Red Fox. I want my daddy's you big records. dummy. I thought I want my daddy's records. I thought that's where you were going with that. <laughs> I guess it wasn't. That's where I thought you were going. So here's what Blind Midland Chitlin. So here we got Mark Henry will be wrestling in New Jersey against Sean Dean, the captain, for one more run. It's going to be great, man. No. That's going to be awesome. No. You not and gonna Captain happen. Dean. No. I wouldn't wrestle Sean anyway because I like him. And the things that I do to people in that <laughs> ring is not what he deserves. 
Look at, look at He's Gabby. a good man. She, he's still Gabby, that's her best friend. Dean. I love what? Captain, and I was very upset for him last night. I felt really bad. Warlow just, man. Bless, bless his heart. Bless his heart. R.I.P., Captain. I don't know. I, I don't even know. Listen, it was, it's, it's Warlow. What are you going to do? He's angry. It sad. But it was sad, Gabby, wasn't it? It was sad. Hey, and quietly, quietly. Ooh. Hey, I don't That's know another if you one. can feel it. I don't know if you can feel it or not, but I think Wardlow is about full of oh. all the MJF. I was talking shit. about something else. I was feeling something else, but yeah, no. What? Wow, You're easy, up. easy. Wait, wait, wait easy now. Easy now. Come on now. We're on the family. Talk about <laughs> anyway. Man, talk about Andre. Like, ooh, say more again. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, talk slower. Talk Andre, about planting the seed. That whole segment, and by the way, I don't know if you guys caught this as well. I catch these things because I like to, you know, see how things are formatted on my screen. Mm. That whole promo backstage with MJF and the Pinnacle while they were all sitting there, MJF was blocking Wardlow completely. So they were talking about their family, we got each other's backs, whatever. Sean is visibly in it. FTR's talking, they're visibly in it. MJF, Wardlow's this big dude. He's basically completely cut out of the shot. So not only is he pissed off, if that's not foreshadowing, I did not I don't know what is. That, I can't Gabby. wait. To... Thank you. No, he was Just sitting saying, down in the chair, kind of looking down. Like he's the, sitting uh, down. They're all standing too. He's is, the biggest guy there. Why is he yeah. sitting down? Because he's I, I pissed I off. I didn't even notice, Gabby. Yeah, he's pissed, man. And when he Look makes that face. turn, oh, he's gonna I'm beat gonna... them all up. He's gonna beat the shit out of Sean Spears with his own chair. That's gonna be fun to watch. So and then he's going right. to take it out to MJF, snap him in half. And I'm going to say, so, thank you, <laughs> sir. So that's right, folks. Bell the belts. Bell the belts. <laughs> It'll be Mark Henry against Powerhouse Hobbs. Don't you dare miss it. At the Battle of the Belts, it's going to be great. No, no it won't, guys. With one more run. What? That's what? false that advertising. That is it's bullshit. Not? No, it's not going <laughs> to happen. I have it on my format My wife here. It will says... call into the show and tell you that that's not going to happen. Andre, I have that on my format here. It says Battle of the Belts. It says right here, no. Henry yeah, against Powerhouse Hobbs. The only if you belt want Jonathan that I have to be in the show, Mark. I don't even have a belt. If you want Jonathan to go to a show, that's the way you do it. Andre, you don't need to need to give him a free ticket. He'll buy seat. a ticket. You can't talk no more, Andre. I wow. will to Gabby. <laughs> no, you cannot be on his side. How you gonna take his side, Andre? Because I'm Team Jay Hood. I gave wow. you an easy match. Henry, I gave you an easy match against a uh, handicap against Waves and Curls, and you still won't do it. Waves no, and Curls. No, that's not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm Team Mark Henry against anybody else because it's Mark Henry. So sorry, Jonathan, but I'm taking Mark's side on this one. It's wow. okay. That's okay. The paycheck still comes in. As we oh, man, Mark lost Andre in the divorce. It's okay. Listen, That's okay. the check still comes in. That's all right. That's all right. Listen, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I just <laughs> so maybe on split custody on Andre. Mark gets to see him on weekends when he feels like it, but Jonathan gets him Monday through Friday. But Mark, you won the divorce with Ryan McKinnell, and you got me. You still got me. Ryan McKinnell don't have me no more. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, so you still got that. me. But today, I'm Team Jay Andre, Hood. that sounds like a win for you. You know, big win. Ryan, you know? Team Hood. Every day. He's Team, team Hood. Hood. 
Hey, All right, we got to get back on track here, guys. Gabby, I'm going to look out the window right now and act like I didn't just hear that. Coming up next, we talk about the Owen Hart Tournament. What a great piece of business that's going to take place for AEW. And, uh, yes, it is. Piece. We'll talk about that coming up next, along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. I'm Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca, you listen to Busted Open on Series XM 156 in the SXM app. Busted Open is the number one pro wrestling show in the world. And if you disagree, Mark Henry's got a world's strongest slam for you. This is Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Fantasy football playoffs are here. Listen to Series X10 Fantasy Sports Radio and dominate your competition with expert analysis to keep you set with a winning lineup. Plus, here are complete reviews and previews of tonight's 49ers Titans game. The fantasy football playoffs on Fantasy Sports Radio, Channel 87, and the SXM app. Along with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca here on Busted Open, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT-93. If you haven't called the show this morning, check in with us as we talk about AEW. Jonathan. From Greensboro. Go ahead, Mark. Be before you go to the calls, I have to hit you with this. Hmm. Michael Fabiano, the guy that's responsible for fantasy football on Sirius XM, yeah. We're in the league. We're in the playoffs right now. All right. And we are head to head. And I will destroy him. And I told him when we put this league together for Sirius XM mm -hmm. that I was going to beat him. And when I do this week, I will be the king. A serious XM fantasy football. Oh. Because that means I will go to the finals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Andre. You're back. Yeah. I will be in the final. And there's nothing. Nothing. He can do about it. Michael Fabiano, do you have a problem with that? Call in. You know where we work. I see you in the finals this weekend. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. Every time you talk, it's a promo. It's every time. That's how I got my practice. I understand that, but I mean, you're supposed to be a, in in retirement. You're supposed to be a white meat baby face, but you still have those no, heel not. tendencies. Heel tendencies, Mark Henry. That's, That's why you need to get I, back. I in was the born room. that way. I, I was that. born in the darkness. I was born. I was a man. Oh, see, I was born. I'm hit you with the Batman. I'm gonna hit you with the Batman. I just want to find out. I just one other thing. Just a side note about your fantasy football. You said there's nothing that Michael or anyone else can do about it. Your team healthy? You sure it's healthy enough? You don't know if, if COVID don't hit me. My my yeah. guys are healthy. Okay, and 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 that's that's a big part of it. I, I'm in other leagues, mm -hmm. and I had like people go on the IR and never come back, and my season was over yeah. because they were my point getters. But when you got Travis Kelsey, and you got Mahomes, and I got better than average wide receivers and running backs, and I got man, 
I got Connor. Connor's gave me like 20 points the last three weeks. Three weeks of 20 points from a running back. With, with, with Mahomes and <laughs> Mahomes giving me 30. He, Mahomes gave me 43 points two weeks ago. Wow, that's a ton. It's hard, man. Yes. Yeah, Michael is in trouble. He's in I, trouble. I listen. Listen, I'm with you winter tie, man. I'm with you. I'm hoping that you're able to get it done. And I you hope that you win or tie. And so, so I, so I so hope if I lose, you're not on my team no more. And then winter tie, I'm, I'm always behind you, Mark Henry. Just remember that. Um, so, I, I, <laughs> so I always thought, you know, watching Dynamite yesterday, I, I really like that AEW took time out to do what I consider a history lesson in letting people know why there is an Owen Hart tournament. You know that there is young viewers that don't know who Owen Hart is. And exactly. there are some and there are also some viewers that just think that Owen Hart's career just started in the WWF at the time and that's not true either. Uh, I love the the Calgary film. I love the uh, Japan film and you opened up that tribute that uh, vignette about the Owen Hart tournament. I mean I I love what I saw there in that vignette. Owen was my friend. I wasn't his only friend. I don't lay claim to being uh, the guy that knew him the best in the world. I'm sure his brother holds that title. Uh, But Brett knew that I loved Owen, and Owen knew that I loved him because we told each other. We rode together until the day that he died, like we were riding together. I had to go get his stuff and bring it to the office. Um, Owen, Owen, like, exemplified what it is to be a good man. The hell with wrestling. Put wrestling aside. Owen was like, hey, man, you know you're broken, right? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you think everybody's against you because your whole life, everybody's been against you. He said, I don't have no problem with you. I like you. He said, you got to you gotta bring it down, man. Like, let some people in. You don't want to let nobody in. He was counseling me. I would not be the guy I am today without him. I had, I had walls built up that were bricking my life. Not just wrestling. There were other facets of my life that were being torn down and destroyed because I couldn't open up. I couldn't relax. I couldn't have a good time. There was a time, man, I was an asshole. I wanted to fight everybody. I was. My mom told me, you'd be dead in jail if you don't chill out. And it took for Owen to really reach me in my adulthood. So that's who he was. And he wasn't just that for me. He was that way to everybody. He was lighthearted. He was always trying to make everybody laugh. Like, hey, man, you're being too serious. You're being too serious right now. I'm going to glue both of your shoes to the floor if you don't chill out. I heard him say that before. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna super glue both of your shoes to the floor if you don't chill. And he would do it. <laughs> he would do it. <laughs> He would put, he, man, he would go to the hardware store and buy padlocks and put them on people's bags. Like, just clip both the handles together so you can't get in your bag. Like, oh, come on, man. 
Let me open my bag, please. I heard people say that like dozens of times. Owen, come on. Oh, I, Cam, let me tell you this story, though. I got to tell this. This is the best. You remember Phineas Godwin? You remember the Godwins? I do. And they had the they had the the uh, pig pen. Yeah. You know, like the shop talk that they used to do. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy, me and Owen, we, we pulled up to the arena and we were unloading our bags. And about that time, a guy comes up and goes, "Hey, um, they're doing something with all these animals. We have all these chickens and pigs and." Um, goats and stuff like where do we unload them and Owen said oh oh I know I know follow me where did we go where did we go we went to Vince's office (laughs) 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 Owen opened all the cages and let all these animals out in Vince's office they were shitting and pissing and laying on the couch, chickens on the on the ceiling fan. I, bro, Owen was the best. He was the best. I never ever had a bad time or argument with him. He the only dude I've argued with my wife before. I never argued with Owen. That dude was the coolest dude on earth. And the world is finally going to get to know him because his wife co-signs for it. She believes in AEW. She knows that we are going to do right by him with his legacy. That monies that are raised in his name are going to go to help who Owen would have wanted to help be helped. And uh, his kids... Like you, you look at the success of his children. Mm-hmm. His wife is Doctor Martha Hart. Their kids are lawyers, and they 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 they've, they've excelled. That's good parenting. That's good upbringing, and that's forcing your kids to not have off ramps to say, "Hey, I want you to be a success. You're going to be a success. You're going to work. Go go to work." And I want people to know that guy. Uh, that's that's who I want people to know. And the tournament is going to be special because I promise you, every match that goes out there, I'm going to be Jimmy V. I'm going to be given the speech from 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 Leonidas and 300 before they go out there. Yeah. Hey, man, this is my guy. You go out there with the intent on changing the wrestling business or don't be in the tournament. That's who I'm going to be to everybody that goes out. This is going to be exceptional wrestling. And I'm, I'm allowed to say it a lot because Tony trusts my judgment. And people are going to hear it. I can't wait for the tournament to start on the men's and women's side. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And going back to the vignette, thinking about watching 2.0 and Eddie Kingston, you and so many others talking about what Owen meant to them. 
you think about that, that style of wrestling was unheard of at the time. It, it, again, it, it, you look at 2021, and you don't look at Owen in 2021 eyes. You look at him for the time where he was doing some some great moves, where it was like, man, this is something you can only see in Japan, but you see it in America, or you saw it in Calgary when he was wrestling for Stampede for his dad. Um, I'll never forget Owen because he was just different. And, I, and that's really the essence of the wrestling business, isn't it, Mark? You don't want to be out there and be the same. Well, I'm going to be just like this star I saw on TV. I want to be myself. Whatever I am, I'm going to be me, the best of me. And I thought that Owen was so unique, and this is why it resonates with so many other wrestlers. It was like, man, he had a skill set that really no, very few had in the wrestling business for its time. Yeah, I, I watched the match, him and Tiger Mask. Yeah. And, bro, it lives up to today. Mm-hmm. Today, if you saw, if you Google Owen Hart and Tiger Mask, you're going to say, holy cow. Like, wow, that was incredible. Like, you know, everybody dives and, you know, topes and uh, all kind of moonsaults and flips and dives. Owen was doing that when nobody else was doing it in America. And he had a very good balance. And when it came to, like, traditional um, amateur wrestling, Owen was as good a shooter as anybody that we had. He was just a nice guy. And you talk about conditioning. Mm-hmm. Owen used to do up-downs. Like, we would go to the gym, and I would be like, man, come on, let's lift weights. And he, he's like, ah, I'll do some curls and stuff when I'm done. I just want to go get my conditioning out of the way. And you can see him standing in front of the mirror and he would go down to his stomach and he would stand up, chop his feet like he was running. And then he would go back down for 20 minutes. Girl, I watched that dude do some workouts. I was like, man, you punishing yourself. (laughs) I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. Yeah, but but he said if you can handle your own weight, he said that's all you need in wrestling mm-hmm. to grab a hold of somebody and handle your weight, and everything else will take care of itself. Uh, we had a different philosophy in training because he yeah. was an aerobic athlete and I was an anaerobic athlete, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, none nonetheless, um, you know we found that balance and like he was great, man. He was really really great. Not just in the ring, but, you know, I keep going away from the ring, but um, we're a wrestling show and we should be talking about the ring. I I hope that in this tournament, people honor Owen by doing things that Owen used to do. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the hope. And again, that's going to be the men's and women's tournament, part of the Owen Hart tournament. Don't miss it on AEW. All right, coming up, Mark and I will talk about um, Malachi Black. You saw one of the best entrances in the business, Malachi Black, wow. in that matchup against Griff Garrison. We'll talk about that. And what is, what's new? What's next for Malachi Black? We discuss that and more. And take your phone calls, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT-93. With Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca, you're listening to Busted Open. Nice. <laughs> Take, 
is busted open on Series XM 156 in the SXM app, along with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood in for Dave LaGreca. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT-93 is our telephone number. Our partner now is at some club when he was on the road with that music playing. He's, he's at some club, maybe Kentucky, maybe Arkansas, but he remembers that song playing on the <laughs> at, <laughs> the DJ playing that song someplace on the road. You, that gives you a flashback, doesn't it, Mark? Oh uh, yeah, I just had I just had to do the doo doo brown. That was my yeah. that was my jam. When that when that song played, I immediately was in San Antonio during the Final Four. That's what that's that, what I remember. That's what they were brought took you back to. Yep, young lady comes up to me. She's like. You look at how the other ladies dance. Why don't you look at me dance? And all of a sudden, she starts grinding on me. I said, wait, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. Hands okay. up. Hands up. Hands okay. up. Hands up. I'm not hey, touching they be up, out, around. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Where the hell was you at? Huh? Huh? 877-8344-8893. Sorry, my headphone went out. I beg your pardon. 877-FIGHT-93 is our phone number. Uh, as we talk about the matchup, I don't know what happened, Mark. My headphone, I guess, is the right side. Gabby, help me out here. My right side of the headphone just went out there in that spot. Nonetheless, we talk about Malachi Black against Griff Garrison. Can I just tell you, man, like, so Malachi Black... He, to me, has one of the best intros in the business. First time I saw it was in Chicago. And I saw him with the lights completely out. And where he appears one place and he appears someplace else, the music is ominous. It's a really cool intro. It's scary. And I like it. <laughs> it's scary. And I like it. I don't know. You <laughs> She's who's strange. That? Who's that? Strange. Like is that, that's cameo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's strange. Okay. And I like that it. is exactly Malachi Black. Mm -hmm. She's talking about strange and scary. Yeah. Um, I, I like, but I don't like it like a scary movie. I like it as, it's like a more of a thriller to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not afraid of Hannibal. I just go, oh my gosh, that's, that's crazy. That's how I find Malachi Black. Which which animal are you talking about? I'm the talking wrestler? about the, the no, the uh, the oh shit! <laughs> Watch him! Stop. He'll knock you. He'll he'll, he'll cut you open. Be oh, careful, Henry. Maybe that's your comeback. Oh, Gabby no. with the two so that's good stuff. That I mean, it's timely. <laughs> That's, that's timely. No. I, I didn't know which animal. I just wanted to be clear. I mean, it's a wrestling show. So I just wanted to make sure I was clarifying which animal you're talking about. Oh, Hello, Clarice. I'm sorry. I want to eat your kidneys with a nice, with a canty and some fava beans. Ah, that Hannibal. That's a that Hannibal. Hannibal. <laughs> okay. Not the other guy. Oh, no. No, I was putting him open. Oh, I was getting myself over. Oh, that guy. Not that guy. Okay. Dory Fox wow. is our guest. Dory, what is what is your background? <sighs> not, not that guy. Okay, just checking. All you right. are hilarious. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know I'm telling the truth. Though. Pretty accurate, though. <laughs> okay. Griff yeah. Garrison, man. You know, it, it, this is an interesting night of Dynamite because... I love okay, Griff. Griff so, shine, man. He stepped I love the hell up. He stepped the hell up people. yesterday. Did he yeah, not? Yeah, he stepped up. He looked great, man. And the end, you see his face? He meant yeah. that shit. He meant it. And, and a lot of people can't 
take themselves to another level because of where they emotionally feel. He he did a damn good job. I was proud of. Impact moves. I thought that they were, it was very physical yesterday. And Gabby, as you mentioned, there's something special about Griff Garrison that you that we all like, right? It's something that's a lot different than most wrestlers. Greatest hair in the entire business of pro wrestling, and I'm saying that right. You're a now. handsome guy, man. I can say that with no so, uh, trepidation. The guy is a good looking dude. 23 years old, by the way, and. <sighs> Yeah, insane, which is insane because he looks way older, but I kind of love that about him. But this is what you guys don't understand. I have naturally curly hair, as does Griff, as you can tell. It's not easy to tame the curls as well as he does. So he's gotten it down pat at 23 years old with those curls that are perfectly intact while he's jumping around a wrestling ring wrestling. So I'm that impressed with that aside and then he gets in the ring and i loved what he did last night i was fully invested i am a younger sister with two older brothers if you're gonna tell me that whole storyline doesn't completely align like i get it i get it a hundred thousand my brothers would do the same thing if someone messed with me like that so i love that whole i loved it i thought it was awesome and then you know pillman trying to get involved but garris was so mad that he like went at him right away and then got kicked in the head but you know but that's how angry he was you don't mess with my sister, bro. Yeah, I, I love doing? I love that Griffin took it took it up a step. I like what I saw there. And again, he was going to be the underdog in that matchup because Malachi Black is so he's such a veteran and he's seen all the angles. But Griff Garrison, that was a match for him to see in a singles competition. What can you do against Malachi Black when you're angry? Right. When you as, as a story that you're angry and what are you going to do about it? And you know what? I like what I saw from Griff. That's a that to me. He's a, a step above. He's a, a, another notch for me watching him. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the dude is I had an emotional investment in that whole angle. Um, he stood up for his friends. And. Any man with a grain of salt. Um, if you disrespect the sister, the friend, and they don't stand up for you like that, win, lose, or draw. You need somebody to stand up for you. And I think that that's a message that transcends wrestling. It's just life. And it, it made it, in a wrestling form, uh, it made all of us go, you did the right thing, man. You got your ass whooped, but you, you did the right thing. 877-344-4893 is our phone number here on Busted Open. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. Uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, here's Todd with us on Busted Open. Good morning, Todd. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're great, Good, man. checking in. Yeah, I was uh, at the event last night. I'm 47, and I've been going to Greensboro ever since the initial Starcades. Um, showing my age there a little bit, but I, right. I think I think one thing the fans appreciated live was the it was the AEW um, really showing respect for the history in Greensboro um, more so than any company I've ever seen do so, and um, I, I think that's really what helped pump the crowd up a lot even before the matches even started. Well, you know, here's what you got to love. And we had a caller earlier saying that, hey, you know, I'm only wa used to watching WWE shows uh, in, you know, in Charlotte, Greensboro, Raleigh. That's only because that's the only major company that's been going. 
And so for AEW to return to the triad in that area, I think it meant a lot to that area, right? That that was Greensboro, a, a hotbed for wrestling in Crockett for a long time in the NWA. That's why I was happy just to see AEW run Greensboro because it's 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 just rooted in such tradition in pro wrestling. Absolutely, and we're in Jacksonville this coming week, and then I think we're in Charlotte the week after. That'll you're in else. Charlotte, and you're, and you're coming to Raleigh, so I'm, I'll, I'll be at the Raleigh show as well. And Mark, um, I grew up in the same community with Hangman. You must really be working with that guy because I'm surprised you can get him to speak on the mic. He's such a quiet. He is <laughs> a very guy. quiet guy. Super. Yeah, nice you guy. know what? I, I talked to him. He, he, he's a good guy. Now I met his wife uh, for the first time, and his and his new baby. And um, he's a he's a quiet uh, family guy. And I love the fact that he's coming out of his shell. Don't don't you feel like that uh, he's been needing to do this for a while now? He has. He has. He's been um, not not really stepping out on his own. In other words, I don't want to say relying on others for the promos, but when he was with Omega and, you know, with the Dark Order and all that going on, he never had to be the guy on the mic. And um, I, I can really see a huge difference over the past month or so and that really coming out, which is great to see. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the phone call, Todd. Thanks Thank so, you, bro. So for checking in. And, you know, again, with the, the main event that we're going to see uh, on Dynamite in Newark, It'll be Hangman Page defending his AEW championship against Brian Danielson. And again, Tony Khan, just just take the money, man. Just take the money. I got I can't that. Wait I got the to see you money. in New Jersey. Just take the money, wait. man. Not for free. He's showing no. he's showing six dollars, guys. Tony Khan's definitely going to six dollars. Come on, it's a got, little bit got, more got, than that. I got a lack of funds. What do you what do you yeah. what do you know? I got the t shirt and the lack of funza. What are you gonna do? It's eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Just I mean, but I'm so happy that we're getting this Gabby for free on TNT the second time around. Usually we would be paying through the nose for this and but I'm so glad we're gonna see this now with judges. So let's see if Hangman Page can take it up another notch here uh with this rivalry against Brian Danielson. Three let's see, eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three is our phone number. Hit us up on Twitter as well at the Mark Henry at Wrestling TWT at the Busted Open Radio. Uh, still to come, we'll get into Soho and Nyla and more from AEW Dynamite from Greensboro with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca on Busted Open. Announcements to debating the game's top players. Major League Baseball Network Radio is your home for baseball talk all winter long. MLB Network Radio, Sirius XM 89, and the SXM app. You're listening to Busted Open on Sirius XM 156 in the SXM app with Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood, and for Dave LaGreca, 877-344-4893. As we talk to you, the nation, about AEW Dynamite from Greensboro, North Carolina. As we go back to the phone lines and talk to you, Mark, we will say hello to Tommy in Kentucky on Busted Open. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning. What's going on, guys? You know what's Tommy, going what's, on. What's going on, you Tommy? Know, you know what's going on, Tommy. Baby, I, I am having a wonderful time driving back from Greensboro, North Carolina. Me and my brother-in-law, Nick, 
drove down for my birthday for five for uh, drove five hours from Middlesbrough, Kentucky to come watch it. And oh my God, was it worth it? Man, I'm so glad you had a good time. What 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 was the thing that stood out to you the most? Man, I, I to be honest with you, I cannot pick one thing. Like it, honest to God, I felt like the whole show was like a DJ Khaled track. Another one, another another one, one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> like it was just straight fire from start to stop. Like it just. And and the thing about it is, I have watched wrestling my whole life, and it's sad to say, at at one point, it it just kind of became dull to me with some of the products you're getting now. Like you you lost professional wrestling, and when AEW came along, like honest to God, your all show was the only thing that had kept my my love for wrestling. Like I love you, Mark. Love you, Jonathan, Gabby. You guys have kept my love in wrestling going. Oh, we appreciate and, that, man. We work hard. Well, I, we appreciate you all, man. And it, it just, it just, AEW just, it makes you, it makes you feel like a kid. Like it, that feeling you get just this, what's going to happen next. You're on the edge of your seat. Like it's just, you could cut the tension with a butter knife. Like, I mean, the air is just so thick. It is the atmosphere last night. Like I, like this comes from a guy who was at Bash at the Beach in Daytona when Hulk Hogan turned heel. And that is the first time I have felt that kind of atmosphere and excitement since since I was six, seeing that. Man, you're the best, bro. I mean, you are the absolute best. Y'all be safe on that road. Um, stop and make sure you got some good snacks. If you pass a, a barbecue place or a soul food place, stop in there and think of me. <laughs> you stop by Middlesbrough one day, we will hook you up. We got a place called Heavy's Barbecue and uh, some other good shops. We we know you're in town. We'll take care of you, big guy. We love you. All right, shit, All let's right. do it. Hey, and listen, one more thing. Jonathan was talking about you having a comeback match. Listen, brother, if you can be young, you can wrestle one more time. Believe that. Peace, love you all. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Thank you for checking in. See, they having another, a ball, bro. Another vote for Mark Henry to make his return one more time. Oh, another run. Making the time. Stop being a misguided person to our fan base. Like, they don't need to think about me. All they got to think about is what AEW is putting out there right now. Well, you're part of AEW. So why yeah, would but I'm not a wrestler. Be? I'm not a wrestler, not Jonathan. Not yet. Jonathan, stop it. But you, but, but you're, you're inciting the... a riot. You know you can get arrested for that? Inciting a riot. You can well, be arrested. Listen, look, I, look, a brother could dream. I'm a, I'm a Mark Henry Mark. Why can't I want you back in the ring for one more run? Why can't I want that, right? But you're on, you're on national radio inciting a riot. <laughs> you have people driving five hours talking about, man. Another run. Mark Henry, you can come back. That's right. You can come back and you can wrestle. You can hit. You, if Sting can do it, you right. can do it. You can come off that top rope. You, you can, just like Sting no. can do it. If Sting can do no. it, you can do it. If I come, That's right. If I come off the top rope, <laughs> my bones are going to disintegrate and it's going to look like that powder that LeBron James throws in there. 
<laughs> we will get your reaction to AEW Dynamite. Were you there? Did you watch? 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93 is our telephone number, along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. John the Hood with you. We'll get into Soho and Nightland more as we move forward here on Busted Open. AEW Dynamite lit up our screens last night on TNT. Is climbing the top. She's got her grip on the uh, left wrist of Ruby Solo. Ruby! Oh, 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 oh. oh, no future for Nyla! How does she pull that out? That was awesome. Ruby, two, three! There is your winner advancing the tournament, Ruby Soho! Now back to Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. My wife is losing it right now. She loves Lauren Hill. Yeah. I was just going to lay out because we are here for you on Busted Open on Series XM 156 in the SXM app. Along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, Jonathan Bidden for Dave LaGreca. So glad that you're with us. With open phone lines for you at 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93 is our phone number. We talk about Holiday Bash emanating from Greensboro, North Carolina. If you get a chance to watch that or if you're driving from... You know, Greensboro, on your way home, if you were there in Greensboro, Mark and I want to get your reaction to a fantastic car that took place for AEW. And by the way, sidebar, regarding uh, the Fugees and Lauren Hill. So that was supposed to be a thing, right? They were going to come to United Center in Chicago. That's this where they were going to start their tour, and it was canceled. And it was not because of COVID. There had to be some kind of falling out because they were going to have a tour. I was there for it, right? And then just done. I was waiting Man. for it, Mark. What happened? I mean, you know, we're not happy with that. I was looking for the, the, the rekindling of that group, and now it's not happening. No, I, I I would like to say that it was not a falling out, but from what I'm hearing in the streets back in the day, oh. that um, they I think they actually had some litigation happen, too, because uh the lauren hill took credit for some songs that was written by the group and they just you know came to odds over it they were supposed to come back together for one more you know like you for one more run and it's not happening now no not like me oh i know i must have that wrong I mean, my format says that you are coming back with Battle of the Belts. Listen, That's when you format. get to New Jersey for, um, <laughs> for, for the next AEW show that's coming up in, 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 uh, on the 5th, yes, then I will talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, I just, I, that's I all just I can it. promise you. When you, when you, when you land uh -huh. in Newark, and you come over to the Marriott, then we'll 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 sit in the lobby with Gabby and Mike, the video guy, and Andre, Andre. and yes. Dave, like the whole crew, and then we'll talk about it, Jonathan. <laughs> I, we'll bet talk. <laughs> I bet I we will wait. talk about it. I bet we will talk about it. It will be a chit chat. It'll be it won't be a chit chat, it'll be a chit. It'll be me listening and you talking. That's what the chit yeah. is. Not a chit yeah. chat, just a chit. It That's won't be a chat. <laughs> so we just heard and that. And then you won't even go to sleep because we'll no. go to the show and then we'll sit in the lobby and talk till about three in the morning. 
and then you just walk across the breezeway, jump on the train, and go to the airport. Listen, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. And the thing that's going to keep me... Y'all hear that? You hear that, Gabby? Yes. He said he's all for it. I'm all for it. As long as I can pack myself a little something, a little something, something along with it. You know, if I can hey, make sure Gabby that Gabby has I, that traveling bar in okay. a trunk. Bringing bottles of tequila. I show up prepared. Well, okay? he drinks Crown Roll. I'll bring you real pizza, Jonathan. Real in New the Jersey purple pizza. bag. You're going to give him some pizza, some bagels, and he's going to know how we do here. Okay? We don't mess around. You can't drink winter wheat. Crown Raw with pizza? That's my point. You can do whatever. I, Listen, I pizza goes it's with everything. It's not a great pairing. Pizza goes That's with everything, Mark. Okay, don't even try. Bag. Look at the purple bag. That's yeah. a beautiful. Crown Raw. Yeah, yeah. That's See, what he's when, got. Raw. This, this, this is the meal. This is the meal. Let me Crown Raw. Oh. Do you put Let's anything see. in it? <laughs> Are you That's just, what she said. Wow. <laughs> or do you just use, or you just put it over ice? Nice. Yes. Mostly neat. Just throw it in the bag. Mostly neat. Yeah. Mostly neat. <laughs> mostly neat. Yeah. Mostly okay. neat. But if they're, you know, a little ice every now and then. But yeah, I don't, so, you don't need So pizza neat when you is got when you this. put one ice cube in there, right? That's correct. Or none. I don't do the brown liquors. On, on no, no ice. Mm. No. Mm. You can't do the brown liquors. They have the most calories. You got to stick with the clear liquids for alcohol. That's why I do tequila blanco. You just gotta do the clear tequila. It's less calories than yeah. resposado. Do you know anything well, about tequila? I'm, I'm not drinking none of it. Well, just keep in mind, Gabby. I didn't have Similac as a child. I had brown liquor. That's how I was grown. That's how I was brought <laughs> Wait, up. So. Uh, so, Mark, if Jonathan comes to New Jersey, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a drink with him. I think that should be the motivation for him to come. That you'll have a drink with us. Wow, look at you and your peer pressure. Yeah, this is what I do. You're, you're, you're a bad friend. I don't believe so. I think I'm a great friend, actually, because this is this sounds like and it's we're on air. So you can't say you're going to do it, because if you don't, I'll come on air the next day and be like, by the way, Mark Henry is a liar. Oh, and not a good friend. Oh, that's harsh. He didn't that's do harsh. It. Oh, 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 that's just giving the people. Ooh, Mark, it's not peer pressure. If you just say yes. No pressure. That's true. That's true. That's wow. true, Andre. That, that, and that's one to grow on. That's very good, Andre. It's, I think that's it's that, the that's holiday good. season, Mark. You gotta let loose. Have, how many times are we all gonna be together in New Jersey? How many times have I told you the uh -huh. Mark Mark Henry stories about me and alcohol? That's what's making me want you to drink with me. So that's just motivation for me. Mark, don't worry about it, man. I know what you want. I know you're texting. I got your moonshine. Don't worry about it. I got it. Wow. No, I'm not drinking uh -huh. nothing. Undistilled, like, undistilled. By the way, it'll be in that in that jar that you like, in that little jar, you know, because that jar also is able. You can make jelly in it, you know, to make those those preserves. So I also will give you some moonshot too in the same jar. So you're all right, man. Don't worry, I'll bring it to you. I'll pack it on. All my drinking stores end, and me being in jail. We're not gonna I, let you do that. No, I have zero tolerance for people's bullshit if I'm liquored up. Zero. Mark Hughes is an asshole. That's what people say. When Even I sober, you don't really have time for people's bullshit, Mark. Let's not lie. You just don't at all. Bottom I, line. I genuinely like people. I do. But when I when I drink alcohol, I I tend to forget that, I think. I don't know. I just people 
people try me all the time anyway, and I have to like talk people out of ass whoopings. Hey man, why would you do that? Does that make me feel good? You think that I, I'm, but when I'm drinking, I, I lose my ability to negotiate and rationalize. And I become a savage. Uh-oh. So no liquor for me. Okay. We'll break I got to know my limits, guys. <laughs> well, we'll bring it to you. Uh, so we were talking, you heard there in the open, uh, Ruby Soho against Nyla Rose. You know, Mark, I'm going to tell you something, man. And my wife is listening, by the way. She's texting oh. me hey, as this is going on about this peer pressure. Yes. Not happy with y'all. Not happy with y'all. Well, she don't like moonshine either? Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> right now, she's cringy. She's cringy because, listen, she drank moonshine one time yeah. at a friend's house. Uh-huh. And she was howling at the moon like a wolf. Ooh. <laughs> hey, it was the worst night of our friendship. It was and, the worst. Listen, man, my family's from Arkansas. They would come up on a holiday, like a Christmas or a Thanksgiving, and it's three, three, three things they'd pack. They would pack, um, you know, raccoon or rabbit. They'd pack some moonshine and one change of clothes. That's the one back in the days of a two-lane highway, you know, just like, you know, just two-lane yeah. two highway from Little Rock all the way up to Chicago. And my grandmother would say, hey, uh, we, I see you got some rabbit, but it's still moving in the bag. <laughs> you ain't killed this thing yet. <laughs> no, you want it to be fresh. <laughs> yeah, I understand, but you ain't skin him. You, and he's still moving around the bag. That's a problem. <laughs> like, LC, you should kill this guy first before I cook him. You know what, man? Like you twelve hours, some, you bringing back some Silsby, Texas memories, because um, several times in my life uh, I've had uh, raccoon and rabbit, yep. and you have to take out the lymph nodes because, and you have to soak it overnight in milk or uh, in vinegar, water, just so to take some of the gaminess out of the meat, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't take the lymph nodes out and you know whose house not to eat at after one time one yeah. time of smelling an animal cook with the lymph nodes inside Ugh. it's worse smell I, I mean there's nothing you you could drink the juice from the bottom of a garbage truck before you eat that <laughs> it is the <laughs> worst smell that you ever smell. Oh. <laughs> hey, Mark, it's nothing like getting an uncle from Arkansas and drove the whole way, all the way to Chicago, and the, the animal's still alive. And then once you you cook it and you, and you skin it and everything else, and then you bite into it, all of a sudden, you got something in your mouth. You go, oh, that's a gun. That's a, that's a, a pellet. That's a pellet. <laughs> yeah. You I've, I've that done that. You put <laughs> You put it on I've your done plate. that. <laughs> it's like the worst, man. I, like, oh. Listen, man. We used to shoot squirrels. Yeah. We used to shoot squirrels. Make you know, squirrel is easy to cook. You know, it only takes like five minutes. You know, you fry it on one side, flip it over, fry it on the other, it's done. Yeah. And <laughs> I bit into a piece of squirrel before and went, mm. <laughs> and it was a pellet. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God, Jack. <laughs> Stop talking like this. All right.
Now let's go find out how country I am. I, I, hey, my family's from Arkansas. Yours from Texas. So, I mean, that's, oh, a, man. that's just part of the Southeast, fair, right? Southeast Texas. The Golden yes. Triangle. Yeah. I so. mean, in the woods. Now, what were we saying about Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose? What were we talking about? We didn't say <laughs> nothing yet. We, oh, so we I just see. started. We went straight country on them. <laughs> but all you the know, country people that listen to Busted Open right now are know. loving it. They know. Yeah, we're, we're talking to the, the south and the southeast section of Busted Open Nation right now. They know exactly what yeah. we're talking about. Everybody um, else is like, what are they talking about? <laughs> it's just the way it was, man. That's a whole different conversation, too, about the way we were raised and the stuff that we were forced to eat. Being part of the clean plate club and also being um, threatened, saying, man, if you don't clean your plate, think about all those starving kids in Africa. And you not eating your whole thing, that's a shame. You're wasting food. You know what the worst thing that I was that's forced to eat as a kid? Chilling. Vicks Vapor Rub when I was sick one time. My yeah, grandma yeah. said, put this on a tip, put it on a spoon and and warmed oh. it up and made me swallow it. Oh. Oh, gosh. Vapor Rub. That is country and stuff. Listen, I've, I've read the ingredients oh. when I was older. Clearly on the label it says, do not ingest oh. <laughs> this product. Oh. I can understand rubbing it on your chest or under your nose or like, but, mm -mm. On, but to, to, to open, like open your mouth. To, oh, that's disgusting. Open up. <laughs> hey, it hit the back of my throat and I just felt, you know, I felt fresh as a daisy. I mean, it just opened everything up, that's including my inside. That's so country. That's no so country, country. Bro. That's country I, I drink pine. I used to drink pine straw tea when I was oh, sick. Mercy. My oh, granny my had God. some all kind of remedies. There wasn't no tussin. There wasn't none of that stuff. We didn't <laughs> buy nothing out of the store. <laughs> there was no tussin back then. I live all. Yeah, had that. Had that as a child. Yeah. The old southern remedies. They always get it get it done. Absolutely. All the country you, people going, and now I got people texting going, "Hey man, stop don't say that. throwing your granny <laughs> under the bus." Don't 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 say that. <laughs> don't say that. My wife is. I'm she just is, telling she is, the truth. My wife is mortified right now. I was telling these stories, man, about the South. This she is mortified. It's like, well, what you mortified for? You're from Mississippi. Are you kidding me? Like you from New York or something. So what were you saying about uh Soho and Nyla? I, I thought that uh <laughs> Nyla I Rose said anything about it. I wasn't, but I'm I'm gonna hit you with it. Um yes. I thought that Nyla was more on point than I've seen her in weeks past, and I told her. She, she walked by me and I said, Hey man. What a great job. What a great job you did tonight. You should be proud of your work. And Ruby, you see the emotion in her face? It was, man, that's what draws people in. It's the emotion. Like, there were times where she was just like, she couldn't believe what that she kept getting up from, from, from everything that Nyla was doing. And every time Nyla did something to put Ruby away and Ruby kicked out, Nyla was like, what? 
what am I going to have to do? It was such a descriptive, emotional uh, match with the way that you saw things in their face and with their mannerisms. I, I just was blown away, man. Like, last night's show was really good, y'all. There was not a weakness. There was not a weakness in any facet of the show. I did not like the finish of that match. It was the only match on that card where I was like, damn it. Thunder work. I mean, they both worked hard, but I wanted Nyla Rose to win that match. I did because she worked hard at it, man. When she put that that knee off the top rope, that knee on on Ruby Soho's shoulder, like, I said, "This is it." I said, "This is it." I like like Nyla's fun, and then she ends up losing the match. It's the only match where I reacted. I'm like, "Ah, damn it!" I really wanted Nyla to win that match. I really did. Um, there was there was two things in the match that I, I critiqued uh, about it to Nyla. And one was, uh, I'm not a fan of anybody using a chair except Spears. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want, I don't want, any, I don't want to see nobody touch a chair except for Sean Spears. He's a chairman. He, he, it's his, it's his thing. Yes, he does. It would been very too. easy for her to, I mean, really put the, a whooping on Ruby, pick her up on her shoulder to run her into the post. She wiggles behind, pushes her into the post, and now Ruby escapes into the ring, and you get the count. One, two, three, and you get to eight, nine, Nyla, oh, barely gets in, and you get a reaction off of that. Mm-hmm. Then you go into everything that they did after that. As far as the finish, I was fine with it, Jonathan, because... She kicked her out of nowhere as she was approaching her. And anybody that's ever had a fight, if somebody is approaching you and you throw something at the same time, you almost get like it's counterpunching. You get a, a double the effect on it. And I, it just looked like uh, she got counterpunched right there or counter kick. Counter kick. I, I get it. I just was rooting for Nyla in that because she worked so hard in that. I'm not. I'm not um, casting aspersions on Ruby Soho. I just like what Nyla did there in that match. And now Ruby faces the winner of the Jade Cargill Thunder Rosa match, and so that'll be interesting as well. A clash of styles of of what Thunder Rosa and boy, she. You talk about making the towns. Thunder Rosa is everywhere. I saw her at yes. Warrior Wrestling in Tinley Park a, a couple of weeks ago, about a week ago, and I, I see her on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm just seeing all these matches that she's in. She's getting a lot of work, and that's what you do as a young wrestler. It's like, where is an, there an opening? In which city? Where can I travel to be able to keep working? And Thunder Rosa's doing yeah. that. Man, she was on the holiday party last week on yeah. Thursday, and... She hadn't been home in two weeks. Yeah. That was that was her, what she said on the show, that uh, she hadn't been home in two weeks. And um, we were saying, did you get all your Christmas stuff done? And she said, uh, no, uh, I haven't been home. I'll do it on uh, Thursday, which is today. So yeah. this will be the first her first time home in two weeks, bro. She's been on the road grinding with Mission Pro and and all the other assorted companies that she's been working with. Um, respect to the old school hustlers, man. Mm-hmm. The people that are still out there making the towns, as you said. 
Andre, you said that she was at uh, GCW as well, right? Yeah, she fought Ali Catch over at GCW, and she did great. Then right after that, we see Renee up one <sighs> after amazing. the other. She's on fire. I, I love it. I love it. She's making the towns, and you and you just get ring time. I saw. I told you, Mark, Saturday, I saw Dante Martin at that same show for Warrior Wrestling. I mean, yet one of the biggest applauses uh, all for that show um, because people respect the hustle. Like, man, you were just on AWTV against MJF, and then, like, the same next weekend or the same weekend, here you are, you know, wrestling again. People respect that hustle. They love it, and you get more work that way. Until AEW starts to have, if they ever will have uh, a myriad of house shows, you got to go out and get that work, right, Mark? You got to be able to try to hustle to. a couple times a week. Yeah. You know, you have to not only to make the ends meet, but to keep the buzz alive, to keep the um, the, the the momentum going forward that you're out there for the fans to see. And um, when you wrestle regionally, uh, even though she wrestles on AEW and is, is you know, prime time and, and national, um, you have got to create pockets of wrestling fans all over the country. The only place that we haven't been going right now is the is the West Coast. And I think at the end of February, March, we're going to start getting out toward California. And, uh, man, I, I, Vegas, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I was on that uh, conference call with, um, with Tony Khan, and I asked him, you know, with Dynamite going to TBS – uh, when will you start running the Mountain and Pacific Time Zone shows? Will you get to Denver, Salt Lake? Will you get to Albuquerque? Will you get to Phoenix, L.A., Portland. Vegas? Yeah, Portland, Seattle. You know, Seattle, big wrestling towns. I think he gave the thumbs up, like, in 2022, that's going to be something that AEW will definitely, and Double or Nothing looks like it's going to be in Vegas, too, I believe. He, he, he said that conference call, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. for it. I mean, I, I I know what those crowds are like. You know, man, San Diego. Yeah, man, to go down there to the Coliseum. Oh my gosh, man! I I, I man, I would pay money to see AEW at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Just to see what the crowd looks like. I mean, those those people are wild. We're going to talk about some of the uh, hits and misses from the show from Dynamite last night. And we're going to get your reaction. We'll go to the nation, 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93 is our telephone number, along with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, Jonathan Hood. I'm in for Dave LaGreca, and you're listening to Busted Open.